Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids, and this is a podcast where we check in with each other. We're asking three questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard? And what's something, a thought, dream, or desire that's been on the forefront of your mind? So this is our invitation to you to eavesdrop in on this marriage check-in that we like to do with each other. What's something that brought you joy? That's a great thing to bring to any conversation. All right, let me throw it to you. What's something that's brought you joy this week? Well, this week, I've had a lot more free time. <laughs> like everybody else in the world. Yes. We've been, you know, hit with this COVID-19 spare time. And so with all of our normal activities being canceled, what are we going to do to just redeem the crazy amounts of time that we now have? I I joke because sometimes, you know, in the past, what's one of my favorite things is when things get canceled. One of my favorite oh, activities. Because I tend to fill my schedule so full. And and so then when something's canceled, it's like, oh, yes, now I, I have this extra free time. That extra I get to, time, yeah. Yeah. And so I've been filling that this week with spending time reading a missionary story with my kids. We've mm-hmm. been reading the story of Mary Slusser and her journey to the Calabar region of Africa. And I just, I love the bravery that she has and the determination to be a missionary and to be a light and to share the gospel with these people in Africa. Well, I've eavesdropped a little bit on your stories with the kids and just a fascinating story of a woman who is so determined to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've read some of these books with the kids, too, about Eric Little and Amy Carmichael. And And Hudson Taylor. Hudson Taylor, such inspirational stories of these missionaries doing some fantastic work. Yeah, I I love even Mary Slusser. I'm just going to share this quick little bit from the book because it was yeah. so great. She was still back in Scotland at the time, and she was teaching a Sunday school class in a, a rough part of town. And she showed up on her own. She was supposed to be accompanied by someone else just to keep herself safe. But she was so excited to prepare for Sunday school one day that she showed up to class by herself. And as she was locked unlocking the door she was attacked by a gang Hmm. and they were torturing her with this chinese torture device and it actually got so far that she was she was cut across the forehead and bleeding down her face and she just said do whatever you want i'm not giving up and the boys just gave up and they were like she's tough she's tough we're just gonna leave her alone Hmm. and so she smiled at them and she said well now that you've had your fun, won't you please come in to Sunday school and find out what we're doing here? And so they <laughs> did. She just welcomed them in. They came into Sunday school, and the leader of the gang became a Christian that day. Wow. It's incredible. Mary Slesser. Yes. So cool. And I hadn't heard about her until I checked this book out at our church library. And I'm so glad that I did. And I'm thankful that we've had time to read it. Mm -hmm. So how about you? What's something that's brought you joy this week? Hmm. I found toilet paper on sale. Good job. I got some. Yeah. Yep. Brought it home. And get this, the very following day, I saw my wife giving it away. (laughs) I did. (laughs) But here's the thing. That brought me more joy. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, man, that was like... 
that was hard to get my hands on. But it was hard for everybody to get their hands on this stuff. And you were willing to give it away without a lot of hesitation. That sacrificial gift, it's funny because it's toilet paper, but really, you demonstrated sacrificial giving. We talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. You demonstrated it. You gave away a six-pack of toilet paper. Well done. I love love giving things away. It's... I, I mean, gifts is my love language. So if I can give something to someone, I love that. So thank you for finding toilet paper and, and allowing me, <laughs> allowing me to give it away. I, I love that. I thrive on that. Good. Well, well done. Um, this might be a silly section of the podcast, which we always ask, what's something that's been hard? I'm still trying to process this. Oh, sure. It hasn't sunk in yet. The implications of how coronavirus has changed culture rapidly, like within a week, it's a different world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How does this affect uh, jobs? How does it affect our church? How does it affect relationships? Again, still trying to process this. Don't know where we're landing with this. The joy in the hard has been finding ways not to be isolated mm, mm-hmm. um, yep. our church service was canceled saturday night at nine fifteen. we got the notice we're gonna have to cancel church in the morning well now what christina you looked at me and you said we're having home church <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we did right in our basement we did we totally understand the reasoning why church was canceled we get it fine but we can still do what we can do church is not a building church is people right mm-hmm. even a small even a significantly small amount of people but getting together worshiping jesus together we had two adults and two children come to our home as we watched the sermon on the screen and we had a wonderful time and you made pancakes for everybody afterwards <laughs> which was awesome and you and the ladies went out for a walk around the neighborhood it was it was the church it was yes and it'll have to continue to be that we we take those steps and it might be hard mhm but it'll be good. It'll be good. And it's important. Utilizing technology is going to have to be a necessity in order to not be isolated with everything being canceled. But I saw this quote this week that conversations will not be canceled. Relationships will not be canceled. Love will not be canceled. Songs will not be canceled. Reading will not be canceled. Self-care will not be canceled. And hope will not be canceled. Mm, yes. That is so good. Yeah. What's that freaking country song? Like, hope is what we crave. Hope is what we crave. That's been in my head all day today. Awesome. It's just like, yep, that's true. That's what we need to be um, and, and need to share with people right now because it can't be canceled. Right. And that's what we all want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's go out and spread it around. One way to share that, by the way, to spread that around is to let people see that you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. Your smile has never been brighter than it is right now. 
Definitely. So one thing that's been hard for me in like needing to step out in bravery a little Mm -hmm. bit is I did a Facebook Live video today. That's not typical for you. I don't know why. It just like makes me nervous. And so I don't want to do it. But I was like, you know what? This is important. Social media right now is so important as far as being connected with people. Yes, it is. So I'm going to do the hard thing. And that was something that was hard this week. I, I mean, it's just in light of everything. It's it's not hard, right? But right. it's overcoming a fear or overcoming something that I viewed as scary. For you personally. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't that bad. It was fine. Oh, good. Was <laughs> I was shaking the whole time. So probably my phone is, I need to get a <laughs> tripod or something. <laughs> They make those, they FYI. Do. They do, and I had none of them. It just all of a sudden, oh, this is how my life is right now, and I'm doing a Facebook Live. And Excellent. I don't have the fancy pop socket or anything, so it's just me and my shaky hand. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids have all these tools if you want to borrow them. But <laughs> right. No, I think that's great. Way to go. Thank you. So something that's been on the forefront of your mind. Yeah. Do I have permission to take something totally out of context? Uh, that depends on what it is. It is Sir Isaac Newton's first law of motion. <laughs> I can't wait to see where this right. is going. Do okay. it. So the first law of motion is that an object at rest stays at rest. Uh-huh. An object in motion stays in motion. Yeah. Now. I'm not going to talk about physics anymore. Like this has nothing (laughs) to do with physics. And so the extent of this analogy doesn't go very far, but bear with me. So I was reading to my kids about this, Newton's first law of motion. It just kind of hit me. I was like, that is, it seems true in my life, just in a lot of ways that once I get started on something, then it's pretty easy to keep going with it it's that initial getting started that's the hardest part Mm -hmm. like for example getting up in the morning if I can start exercising like moving my body is is pretty easy once I get going but it's like the first five seconds of doing high knees Mm -hmm. those are the hardest I mean it gets hard at the end too you know after you've been doing it for a while but like once you get started, you can keep going pretty easily. Yeah. So it's that starting. So an object in motion stays in motion, right? And so same thing, getting up. I think my morning routine, I'm just seeing how important it is. If I can get up and get in God's word and fill my mind with that right away, it's like That object is in motion. So I'm setting my mind on things that are above. If I can do that right away in the morning, then that helps me the whole rest of the day. My mind is already in that motion. That rhythm is already going like, oh, I know that I can speak this truth from God's word over this situation and and bring this to prayer and, and all these different things because I already started it. Does that sort of makes sense makes a lot of sense this has nothing to do with physics like i said it has to do with routine to create a habit which is good yes yes so one thing that i read this morning hebrews 10 
23 through 25, and it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. That's why that song's been in my head. Yeah. Hope, hope is, is what, what we, we crave. crave. Yeah. So let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. In the madness that's around us right now, like that's what we need. We need to hold fast to that confession of our hope. Uh, and then it says, for he who promised is faithful. So if I can remind myself right away in the morning, God has seen me through hard things before. Mm -hmm. I've been in a situation where I couldn't get toilet paper before, you know, <laughs> and that was more due to being so poor that we couldn't afford it. You know, it wasn't a mass scarcity issue, but you know, like God has seen us through hard things before. Mm -hmm. He's going to see us through hard things again. You know, I know who I have trusted. I know that he will be faithful to me. You know, he's already done the hardest work of sending his son. So he's going to give me everything that I need um, for today. Um, but then it goes on. This got really interesting. And it said, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So I was thinking about considering one another and the needs that we have. I mean, some people do need for their own safety to be quarantined. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is what they need. And so how can I consider those people, consider their health, consider, you know, I want to be a good citizen. I want to stop the spread of this virus. I don't want to be an active participant in, in it getting any worse than it is. So how can I be considerate in that way and still stir one another up for love and good deeds and still like not neglect to meet with one another if the considering means that we aren't meeting physically we still need to meet together with one another so one thing that was cool was our small group met tonight yep over zoom on zoom yeah video conference call it was amazing it, it wasn't was ideal it wasn't the best but it was probably the best that we have right now. Right. So we're not neglecting to meet together. Thank you, Lord, for this gift of social media and yeah. Zoom and the internet and that we can, you know, podcast and things like that. So we we don't have to neglect those things because they're good and they're important and they remind us that God is faithful and they remind us of that hope that we should be clinging to. That's good. So that's what I've been thinking about. More so today. It seems like last week was a lifetime ago, you know, with right. everything that's changed. So that's what I've been thinking about today. Today is enough. <laughs> Tomorrow will have thoughts of its own. It will. It will. <laughs> and who knows what they will be. Right. Well, I'll tell you what's been on the forefront of my mind. My new favorite quote from The Princess Bride. Yes. Now, if you've seen the movie, you know it's a it's a classic film and so many incredible quotes. But I recently read the book. It was so good. It was so much like the movie, only a little bit more rich and deep and 
so good. Let me share with you a quote from the book that isn't in the movie, and I just love it. Okay. Just love it. So there's this scene, if you've seen the movie, you know that uh, Fezzik the Giant Mm -hmm. and Inigo Montoya, the Spanish swordsman, are going down to the dungeon to find Wesley, the man in black. Oh, sure. Where he's been being tortured, and they don't know that he's died, but they know that they need to get to him. Now, in the book, they go into more detail about how dangerous each descending level is with all these wild animals that are waiting to kill anybody who enters that building, right? Mm. So they're entering in, they're going level by level, and it's getting more and more dangerous. Now, neither Fezzik the Giant nor Inigo Montoya want to admit to the other one that they're scared. Oh, sure. Yeah. They get to this point where they realize that that they're both scared. Mm-hmm. And that's when Inigo says something courageous. Remember, courageous isn't the lack of fear. It's action, even in the midst of fear. And he tells Fezzik, let's look on the bright side here, Fezzik. We are simply on an adventure. And most people live and die without being as lucky as we are right now. Mm. And I just love that courageous attitude of adventure. Mm-hmm. Man, I was driving home from work today after being told that we have to limit our hours at work. Like if you can work from home, work from home. Mm-hmm. You can feel it in the air as the streets are clear. Right. <laughs> There's something different in the air. Now I could give in to fear or I can appreciate the adventure. Stories are going to be told about this. Oh, yeah. For decades. Mm-hmm. We're going to look back on the toilet paper war of 2020. <laughs> what kind of stories are we going to tell our kids? What kind of stories are we going to tell our grandkids about how the coronavirus affected the world? What kind of stories are going to come up from this? I don't know. But I don't want it to be one of fear. I want it to be one of adventure. Even if that adventure is spending more time with my family playing board games like Carcassonne or Dominion or Catan, let that be part of our adventure story that we're going to pass on to generations. Definitely. And I love that you speak that quote all the time in our family when things are you know, they don't go as planned. You'll, you'll just whip out that quote. You'll be like, we are simply on an adventure and it changes the whole outlook of everything that we're doing. It's like, oh yeah, of course things went wrong because it's life. Like (laughs) things will go wrong. So, you know, just having that spirit of adventure, that's one thing that I love about you. So I'm glad that you found that quote and it's just easy to bring out and share with others to be perfectly honest and vulnerable sometimes when i say that quote i'm preaching to myself because i don't want to do this i know you are (laughs) i know you are and that's how i know like okay he's not happy with this situation but he's got a good attitude and he's willing to step up man it up and live this adventurous life with us so thank you so much for joining us today for forefront i hope that you will find the things that 
really kind of move the needle forward in your adventurous living in, yes. in those steps of bravery, whether it be a morning routine, getting in the word, whatever it is that's going to put Newton's law of motion in your mind to get moving on that adventure. Take the step of bravery and share that with us. We'd love to hear from you. So we are Adam and Christina Hannon, and you have been listening to Forefront.